This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, so earlier in setting up the show, I, I teased this segment. And I said, to me, it sounds horrifying, the idea that Carla Homolka would be volunteering at an elementary school. And I got a text said, horrifying. You're a tool. She did her time, paid her price. Get off her already. Vulture. I think he's calling me a vulture. I don't think that's his name. So, I don't know. Are we harassing Carla Homolka? Do we need to move on? Let her live her life? Let her volunteer at her kid's school? So apparently that's what she's been doing. Story here today from Global News. Convicted killer Carla Homolka has been occasionally volunteering at her children's Montreal Elementary School. Gribbs Adventist, Adventist Academy, a private Christian school, says it is aware of Homolka's past, adding she is not a regular volunteer and isn't left alone with any of the kids. School superintendent Mark Boozy told the Montreal Gazette that the academy hadn't received any complaints about Homolka's involvement at the school. Uh, however, parents at the school told Global News they were shocked to learn they'd been kept in the dark. Now, of course, in 1995, Amolka and her then-husband, Paul Bernardo, were found guilty of the kidnapping, rape, and murder of teenagers Leslie Mahaffey and Kristen French. In that infamous, notorious plea deal, Amolka got 12 years in prison on manslaughter in exchange for testifying against Bernardo. Bernardo, of course, got life in prison. Also labeled a dangerous offender, but by the way, it looks as though he's going to have a parole hearing uh, coming up sometime this summer. So a lot of reaction, obviously, to, to this news about Carla Homolka. And it, I mean, it is a dilemma. The, the texter is right. She served her time. She's done. She's finished. Uh, she's not the one who gave herself that deal. The Crown made that deal with her. There's no one doing that. What's done is done. She got the deal. She did the 12 years in prison, got that sentence. It's a manslaughter conviction. She testified against Bernardo. We got him. But of course, a lot of people in retrospect say, you know what? We didn't need to make that deal. They made that deal before they knew about the tapes and what was on the tapes. The Carla Homolka should be serving life in prison alongside Paul Bernard. It was a disgraceful deal. But it's true. What's done is done. But certainly, I don't blame these parents at this school for wanting to know just what the hell's going on. And I'd be concerned if I knew my kid was attending a school where someone like this was volunteering. So I'm certainly curious as to what you make of all of this, but I want to get some, some more detail on this story. Joe Warmington is a columnist with the Toronto Sun, torontosun.com. He's been following this, also has a piece today on this upcoming Bernardo parole hearing. Joe, thanks for making some time for us here. Welcome to the program. Well, it's obviously a tough subject, but uh, thanks for having me. It's an important one. Yeah, well, yeah, no kidding. It's, it's certainly both of those. So, so what do we know at this point about this situation? Well, we just know that her life continues and, you know, she gets to go on and have her three kids and her fairy tale life, if you will, her regular life. And the three young women that she helped uh, murder and sexually assault, uh, you know, aren't getting that opportunity and neither are their, uh, their parents. Yeah, I mean, look, she, she got her deal. She served her time. She's out. There's not much we can do about that. She's had kids. Not much we can do about that. But the notion that she's now around other kids in a school setting, that, that's very disturbing, isn't it? 
Well, I mean, if you had a drunk driving conviction and there's people listening that know exactly what I'm talking about and they want to get themselves involved with their kid's soccer team or hockey team, whatever, you have to uh, go through a lot of hoops to, to do that. So, yeah, it's a little bit uh, much to think that nobody gives a damn about those other kids there. I mean, the rules have to work for somebody that's a triple murderer like that. Uh, and I know that she's not convicted of that. She's two counts of manslaughter, and she's admitted her role in the death of her sister, Tammy. But, you know, Tammy Homolka isn't getting any opportunities, and neither are Kristen French and Leslie Mahaffey. All right, so as we understand it, then, the, the school was aware of her past, so they, they know who they're dealing with, but it doesn't sound like the other parents at the school had any idea about what was going on. Well, that's even a bigger issue than uh, if they didn't go through the process and there's parents that didn't know. I didn't know that. Uh, that is really something. That is going to be big trouble for whoever allowed this to happen. Yeah. It was interesting, your piece today, you had an opportunity to speak with uh, Doug French. Of course, his daughter, Kristen French, as you mentioned, one, one of the victims of uh, Bernardo and Hamolka. What was his reaction? Again, he, he sort of took the approach that he did last time I spoke to him, which is like, you know, whatever, like these people get away with all kinds of stuff and there's nothing that they do or nothing that they can do for him. So his attitude is it's the system. And I've written another one, which uh, will be online fairly soon, and it talks about what's coming, which is the Bernardo, um, you know, uh, parole hearing after 25 years. Even though he's a dangerous offender, they're going to have a parole hearing for him. And this family, these two families, uh, particularly those two, are going to have to go through it again. And so we talked a little bit about that. Well, that's the thing for these families, right? I mean, it just it never seems to end. It's always something. Were you in the business when this all happened? No, not not at that point, no. Yeah, so it's an interesting thing, because you've been out of it a long time, and it predates you. And, and there's so many journalists like that, and I wonder if the listeners are like that. I mean, I wonder if they're listening to us right now, and they're wondering what exactly happened, and why are we upset about it? And obviously... The, they know that it's because of the murders, but it's because of the deal that she made. And then they found videotapes to show that she was a ringleader and also participant. And so she should never have got that deal. Nobody else would get that deal. If there was a $100,000 on a government paycheck and you're supposed to get $1,000 and someone put a couple extra zeros in by accident, you don't get to keep it. And yet in this thing, uh, you know, they made a deal and she ran off and did it. I don't understand any of it. You know, when you've got three teenage girls that were, you know, basically abused and, you know, obviously tortured and, and murdered in, in such a way, you're part of it. You should not get another opportunity or break in your life. That doesn't mean I didn't, you didn't hear me say anything about the death penalty or any of that stuff. Uh, you know, the prison uh, sentences up or whatever, but you shouldn't get to go into, uh, you know, uh, with the kids and all that kind of stuff. And I, I wouldn't let her know my kids. No, I think a lot of people would feel the same way. It's it's pretty shocking. Uh, and it's interesting, you get a quote from, from Tim Danson, of course, who represents the Mahaffey and the French families, uh, that he's sickened by this, and that, that, you know, he, like a lot of people, thinks that, you know, this is a real psychopath that we're dealing with here. And he's seen the video, so he knows what's in the videos. He has to live with that. That's his job, to, to see them. Yeah. And uh, so he knows. Uh, and if you talk to Tim, I'd be a good guest for you sometime. There's not a better person that you'll ever find in law than that guy. He does most of that pro bono for that family, just so they don't have to do it. I mean, I know I have a relationship with Doug French, so you know I can call him because I've been around since the, this happened. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, the kids that are coming into the business today, not that there's that many because of the way the business is, but, you know, anybody 10 years in the business, they look back and go, well, this is, you know, obviously a bad case, but why are you guys making such a fuss about it? Well, we're making a fuss about it because of the three young ladies, Tammy, Kristen, and Leslie. Yeah. Or well, as you mentioned, Paul Bernardo, probably within the next couple of months, do, do we know for sure when this, this hearing is? It's in August. Um, it's scheduled for August as of now. There's a lot of things could happen. Uh, you know, that uh, Rob, they could, could turn this into who knows what. They could cancel it or postpone it. But right now it's on for August. It's going to be out of Millhaven, And it's going to be a circus. Yeah, I mean, it's just bizarre. As you say, he's a dangerous offender. In all likelihood, he's going to die in prison, but that we have to go through this exercise, it just seems so frustrating. Yeah, I I don't know what his... You know, when he was in the Kingston Pen before they closed it, Right. he was in that kind of special cell on, on to his own, but I don't know what, where he is in uh, Millhaven. But, and I think it's pretty secure. So, you know, he's probably trying to get move to a cottage or something like that. I think he'd take a deal like that. Not, I don't think he thinks he's going to be walking out, but you never know. Um, you know, if he does have a lawyer representing him, a lawyer could make an argument that there are people that have done the same things or worse, not worse, but you know what I mean, along the same lines and equally as awful that are walking free. So you never know. And Doug French feels that, you know, there will be a day when that Paul Bernardo will walk out of there. Well, let's hope not. I uh, hope that day never comes. I will leave it there for now. Joe Moore on both these stories, torontosun.com. Thanks so much for making some time for us here. Really appreciate it. It's been a long time, and it's really good to hear your voice and uh, all the best. And, uh, you know, thanks for having me on on such a tough subject. There you go. Joe Warmington, columnist, uh, Toronto Sun, torontosun.com. All right. I'm getting a lot of text on this, uh, as you can imagine. Uh, but regarding the, the person who texted earlier to say, you know, leave us, uh, leave Carla alone. She's done her time. Stop harassing her. This one from Justin says, if you can be barred for a job or criminal past, why is it off base to expect the same when dealing with our kids? We care more about bank tellers and a possible theft of the bank than the safety of our kids. Now, the winner said just because the justice system is finished with her doesn't mean she should get a pass from the general public. Another one here says, Rob, I got busted with a single joint in my smoke pack in 1993. I cannot coach a kid's soccer, hockey, whatever team. I cannot be a big brother. I cannot volunteer the boys and girls clubs. I cannot volunteer for anything that has to do with minors. And yet she can volunteer at a school. Another one here says, I had a theft charge when I was 16, an assault charge when I was 21. I'm not allowed to volunteer at a school. And I have a full pardon. I think it's pathetic that they would allow her to volunteer. Another one here says she did pay her time. She should be able to integrate back into society, but convicted child kidnapper, raper, murderer should never be allowed near children in any kind of organized way. People need criminal background checks just to go on a field trip with the school or to be a lifeguard. How on earth could she be volunteering at a school? Our number here, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.